Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Leah. And I'm Emily. And welcome to The Boob Podcast. The podcast with no structure, no plan, and no hope. It's episode that is like two boobs each now like that's a regular amount of boobs I mean, now we've got both of our boobs do we even need to make any more that's it this is the boob anniversary. we are done i do feel like i should point out as well i've not long had a cup of tea and a glass of lemonade and i've made no attempt to go to the toilet so it could happen at any time i'm already like give me 10 minutes garbage do mean but although i went for a wee earlier and um, I was like, you know, you know, with the, with the amount of hair we have as a family, it happens yeah. that we tend to get a stray hair in your butt crack kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Often. And you know, when you can feel it and it's like, oh, it's a bit tickly, but I was on the toilet. I didn't want to dip the hand down while I was in the toilet. So I'll, like, I'll wait, I'll pull it out when I, when I wipe. And so I had, like, what, I had my wee, I wiped and I looked and it was not a hair hanging out my ass crack. It was in fact a spider tickling my butt cheek. I swear to God, I refuse now to pee anywhere other than my own pants. This is <laughs> What the What 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 the fuck? Do you know what I mean? I don't know if I brought it with me. Was it I in think my pants? I, I know it was it, I just it's one of those things where I just had to kind of accept that I'm destined for hell and then move on because I don't I haven't actually quite processed it yet. That's uh, no, that's horrific. That's some like that's torture you know so this is probably why i won't be going to the toilet for in the next seven to eight weeks so that's horrible i'm upset lee i'm upset this wouldn't happen in snobs we don't sit on the toilet for long enough we just squat above it and then leave yeah have a quick convo <laughs> who selfies <laughs> i outside the cube maybe throw up a bit i, I don't know <laughs> i'm feeling lucky <laughs> oh bad good times though good times so boys yes <laughs> yeah we typically like famous weirdos don't we yeah we pre-starting the re- recording we were talking about how we only ever watch tv shows or movies if we fancy someone in it but what we then realized through process of discussing it like we were at our therapists <laughs> that actually if we're watching anything we will fancy one of the characters <laughs> And it's always the most problematic, sad boy. <laughs> yeah, but let's like let's think about it like scientifically. Everything we've watched to the point where even in Rick and Morty, I'm stuck. I've got an affinity for Rick. Yeah, that's just what I was just saying. that mad scientist. He's like his nonchalance when it comes to just belching in someone's face. Oh, we've both been there. <laughs> We have both been there. And just another sad boy. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even and then obviously there's there's James. Yes, A Caster for reference. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, we if any any affiliation with normal, regular, non famous people names, trust me, we don't care about normal boys. We want the famous ones. Yeah. This is why I say I have I'm not good at relationships because no one will ever be better than you know, fiction. (laughs) 
or like <laughs> celebrities paid to be attractive <laughs> you know what i mean i mean let's if we go back to the rue the my first fictional favorite character was um like my very far i must have been three or four David Bowie in the labyrinth. I mean, I'm three or four. How do I even have the capacity to be like, oh yeah, big fan yes, of you? That damn bulge. <laughs> yeah, the lycra. That's why I love leggings so much. <laughs> Imagine David Bowie. <laughs> but like, and he's wearing eyeliner. And when it, he stole a child, that's not a good thing. Dude, he was a lonely boy as well. Yeah, he was friends with like. A slug that lived in a brick wall or whatever. I haven't actually watched that film in years because it's one of my favourites, but I know if I watch it again, it won't be one of my favourites. I made um I made Ben watch it like last summer. Okay. <laughs> Never have I seen someone dislike something quite as much. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> because it is unless you've grown up with it. Mm. <laughs> It is just a fucking hot mess. <laughs> Nothing about it. It's, isn't there a fox that rides a, the, like a Dulux dog? <laughs> yeah, and the fox is a pirate <laughs> with an eye badge. He has a sword. <laughs> and I don't. I just don't understand how they got away with it. But they got it's David Bowie. In yeah, film and he. I love him. I love him. Living, living legend. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rip. <laughs> no. um, F. <laughs> He's a legend and an amazing musician, but the boy cannot act. Oh my god. But I mean, isn't there the scene in the film where like they're at a mask ball and they're, they're, they're pretty much, you know, like a couple that is. Yeah, and she's 14. <laughs> Yeah, she is. That explains so he's much. About 14, and he's got his dick fully out <laughs> because you can see through those bloody leggings. I'm just thinking about a babe, and I'm just like, who made? Remind me of the babe. <laughs> <laughs> the babe with the power. <laughs> yeah. Oh crap! I kind of want to rewatch it now. <laughs> it's on Netflix. <laughs> but like, do you remember? Your uh, your your fictional. I remember you were big on Shane. Yeah, before before Morganville Vampires, which is my favourite book series and continues to be so to this day. I'm trying to think of people I fancied pre vampires, mm. like in the pre vampire period of my life, from naught to seven. <laughs> before <laughs> Twilight, um, I was. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Atrium Steps. I remember being like my first crush. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of a theme. This you're gonna have to see a bit of a theme. Atrium Steps. Um, Captain Jack from Doctor Who. Someone's screaming back to me. Um, Jake Shears, the lead singer from Scissor Sisters. Can are you seeing the theme that's coming through these now? <laughs> Just saw the theme, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no. um, it's no surprise that I watch so much drag race now. It really is. <laughs> oh, I was a big Malcolm in the Middle fan as well in my pre my pre vampire phases. Probably yeah, when I was were. about five. 
because I had um, I named my hamster when I was five Malcolm after Malcolm in the middle because I was like that in love with Frankie Muniz Malcolm in the middle Agent Cody Banks hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) how every week I don't think we get nerdier and we do we really surpass these limits was was that hamster before or after? Because you got me Peachy Bella. Yeah. You got Bella because it was Bella and Fizz from the top. Actually, yeah, Bella, that should have been a sign. <laughs> it should have been a sign. Yeah, because my hamster, when we got, me and, me and Emily got matching hamsters, just for the listener. Not matching hamsters, but like <laughs> hamsters at the same time. <laughs> um, mine was called Poppy. She was a fucking bitch. That hamster tore me to pit like i was like three years old or some shit and that it tore me up and my, my mom used to have to wear like gardening gloves to clean out the hamster because it was a, a vicious little piece of work yeah and then i got i'm sure you wanted me to name mine bella out of the tweenies yeah and, and i think i wanted mine to be named fizz but then i ended up calling mine poppy which, to be fair, names are a cut. Like, when have we ever referenced one another like correctly? But I called it Peachy Bella because I'm like, I will not conform to what you want, but also I don't want to disappoint you, so it'll be <laughs> probably because it was peach. Is peach a colour of an animal? I mean, was it just like light brown? Yeah, but I suppose light brown Bella did really have <laughs> <laughs> mousy brunette. <laughs> Although brown Bella would work because I'm, I'm a big fan of alliteration. But anyway, we've moved on to houses. The so out. I swear <laughs> to God, there is nothing we can't link so, like back to something. We never But yeah, you did. I suppose everyone's had. We've we've each had the normal. So like Malcolm in the middle is your most. Yeah, normal. I I don't understand what Baby Lear was into because like the most right of steps. There's two lads in the steps. And Lee was the fit one. He was like tall, dark, and handsome. He was like had a he like fully was like ripped. And that H was like some skinny musical theatre blonde boy. Why, as a three year old, was I more obsessed with him? You were defying the norms back from the womb, weren't you? But I mean, Captain Jack, I get. And I didn't realise he was gay for so long anyway. Like I just, just Oh, I didn't it didn't click until I watched Torchwood when I was like seven or eight. And like he literally had a boyfriend. <laughs> and oh you wouldn't know this because this is gonna be a big reveal to listeners. Oh god. Leah has never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I haven't watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is the birth of vampirism and because his boyfriend or one of his many boyfriends in Torchwood happens to be same bloke who played my other biggest love when I was younger, Spike from Buffy the Have you looked up Spike? Look up Spike. Yeah, I, I know what he looks like. And he was he was Captain Jack's boyfriend for a bit, in it. So again, full circle. You know, I I often refer to us as like female Ed Gamble and Jose Caster, and they did that whole bit where Ed really likes Buffy, but James has never seen it. So it's just another it's just another link between our um. Male also egos. Why are we them? I tell you what. Now that it's been like now that I've acquired, ex- essentially recognition from Ed twice now, mm-hmm. on Twitter. And do you yeah. remember him watching our James Acaster rant? 
Yeah, yeah when we ranted about how um so listener if you're listening to us i'm sure that they they're fans of james a custer because he's all we talk about <laughs> for four episodes it's all we've talked about um but obviously he has his ketron town fc song canon in a tnt and etc etc but he then removes starts removing letters and replacing them with a anna anna but when he sings anna there's not as there's not, he doesn't leave enough spaces for the whole kind of inner tinity because obviously and uh is two syllables so it makes musical sense but we were because we'd been trying to learn this song and we couldn't realize we couldn't because we're idiots we couldn't figure out why we were going like the syllables sounded wrong and we couldn't count correctly we did the math he's lying he's lying and we did have a big old rant on instagram and ed watched it but then the guilt we were like oh do God, they know we're kidding? do they know we can say it because we love them so much and then we were trying to track down if james and ed were together which means does that mean james has watched it and, oh, we spiraled mm-hmm. after the week we did spiral i mean having being quite a bit of vodka down <laughs> might have also been a reason why we spiraled so fast <laughs> oh, before we went to 42s as well yeah 42s being a nightclub in Manchester I where I live I... and study. Yeah, <laughs> no, in Manchester, not in 42s. No, I don't live and study in 42s. Oh, that'd be ace. But yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, I do think one day you've got you to envision it to manifest it. And you know, also this meditation podcast that I listened to once told me. Um, so if I keep harassing Ed Gamble on Twitter, He'll come join the podcast, I imagine. Of course. Ed, Ed Campbell, you've heard it here first. Ed Campbell's going to be our first guest. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> oh, Nine so listeners. We love you. This it is an awkward segue because I've had to cut a bunch of bad jokes and shit. But he was someone else that I loved, and he's a bit like he's he's mental. Yeah, that's the one. Crackhead. (laughs) (laughs) Is he still a thing? He is alive. Good to know. But he's not in Transformers anymore. Yeah, that could have gone so well because Mark Wahlberg is a good bloke. Top. I love Mark Wahlberg, and I'm not sure why, but I'm so. I thought I saw him, you know. Did I tell you about that? No. In, um, sorry, I mean a bonbon. Oh, no. <laughs> it's in my bloody teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Wait for me to swallow. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves, guys. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, <laughs> when I, um, was, I went to my interview at University of Manchester which was so like I mean I'll be going to year two so this was like last January I think I was in Costa with my mum after the um because the interview didn't last very long and then we were I saw a, a man in the tucked into the corner and it's fucking shit you not he looked like Mark Wahlberg like but he looked like a celebrity incognito like he had like it was January, so he shouldn't have been wearing sunglasses. He was wearing sunglasses. He had like, like a baseball cap over like tucked 
low and I was like oh, I think don't turn around right now but I think that might be Mark Wahlberg <laughs> and she's like what the fuck is Mark Wahlberg to me <laughs> and then so I sit down I don't want to keep looking because I'm like oh my because if it is him then he's gonna know it and we sat down with um with our teas and I was like okay I'll just check Twitter because if he's in the UK he might have like said he was in the UK so I go into my bag and I'm looking for my phone and I'm like I've lost my phone I can't find it anywhere I was like mom and that's when I, f- I found out that I'd left it on the coach <laughs> so the National, Ex- <laughs> the National Express had my my phone and mom was like what the fuck and then I was more preoccupied by the fact I've lost my phone and I was like a little bit of me was still like that might be Mark Wahlberg in the corner but now I'm stressed and I can't look because I don't have my phone it was a whole nightmare I thought I was gonna cry and then I had to go and do my interview at Manchester <laughs> I swear only you would make this day that much more dramatic oh <laughs> it might have been Mark Wahlberg that's the thing though um, like that's a pretty, to this day, you don't even know if it, if it was him or not. What? The one thing that trumped your attention of Mark Wahlberg's family you left your phone on a coach, like, <laughs> <laughs> only you. Distraught. As if that was a year, like, a year ago as well. How have you been at uni for a year? I don't know. And why is it, right, I, listener, dear listener, wanted to go to drama school. And then I didn't get in. I um I auditioned when I was 18 and I was like, Oh, uh, well, it's unless I'm like the sickest person in the room, they're not gonna admit me because I'm so young. And um, lo and behold, they didn't. And I was like, uh, that's fine, that's fine. And then I started questioning whether I wanted to go to drama school and was like, oh, I'll go to university because I want the uni experience. And so far, my uni experience has been non stop strikes, and now I'm in quarantine. So that's cool, that's cool. Should have fucking just stuck at it. And reapplied to fucking acting as Gordon. <laughs> All these signs, Leah, like your phone, Mark Wahlberg, quarantine, everything's just. Oh, I love it. Only you. You are I'm not cool enough to live in Manchester. I think you're too cool, and that's why he's trying to kick you out. He's literally like trapped you back in Miami. It's like it's just you, you, you like trumping everyone else here. Like give someone else a chance, stay in Birmingham. I can't fit in with the fellow girls, like the um, Karen from fucking Outnumbered. I can't, but yeah, didn't, doesn't she? Um, doesn't the what's the older brother? Not the oldest brother, the the middle brother with the curly hair. Ben, because he's like a proper rugby boy now, and doesn't he go to Manchester as well or something? I don't know. I know Karen goes. Karen's a fresher. She's in my year. Wait, like while you're there? Yeah. She lives in Fallowfield. Well, she did. Now she's back home because quarantine. Crying, life. Have you seen her? I bet you have. No, I haven't. I don't really. Um, I think she's in squirrels a lot. I don't really go into. I'm not. I'm not calling a flat oak house. Baby, you kidding? All my friends live in. This is some very niche. These are very niche comments about. Manchester student block but I'm not cool like Fallowfield is like where people have fun and my, me and my friends we're not we're not that we're not at that all of my friends live in Victoria Park which um is shit it's the shittiest place the people online literally like don't live in Vicky Park you'll hate you'll want to kill yourself <laughs> and lo and behold I did <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you are if you're a Kensington going to Manchester listener, just bite the bullet, live in Fallowfield, Oak House, Owens Park, any of them. But you're not that far from a Dixie Chicken, and that can never be a bad thing. No, I'm not far from a Dixie Chicken, and Lidl is only a th- stone's throw away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that spoons, even though we've had to literally claw a table to sit at, like you have to fight your way in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Still a good spoon, it's not as good as that. Yeah, yeah. You literally were gifted a 50 quid spoons voucher as a birthday present. That is the embodiment of your gift. I did, and I spent that in two weeks. <laughs> so proud. I came Which, home. When you think about it, spoons, that's that's not easy done. So good on you. Fifty quid at spoons. That's like seven hundred and four meals. When I um when I had the the drunkest I've ever been, I ended up spending. I spent how much did we spend? I think we spent forty quid each in spoons on a Thursday Pretty night. I don't remember how I got home, but that's a story for another time. Nah. We'll scribble that one down. We'll scribble. Actually, yeah, we should have a spoon sponsored episode when we're big enough to get spoons to actually sponsor us. I mean, spoons um, Spoons don't pay their own employees, so I don't think they'll be paying us. Right, damn it. Okay, we'll see if we can just blackmail someone that, sh- that works in our local spoons to at least, you know, let us have a free cherry Pepsi. Just some yeah. Just some Just free. Just one of those tiny little cartons of soya milk that you get next <laughs> to the tea machine. That's just one thing that gets me. That's one thing that grinds my gears about spoons. I love everything about it, except the fact that you can have unlimited tea, unlimited coffee, you can't have unlimited hot chocolate. There's discrimination between the three. Unfair, unfair. Types of people, there's the tea drinkers, the coffee drinkers, and the hot chockies. And, we're and you know what, I, I'm normally a tea person, but I can't stand any tea outside of my own home. Mouth. It doesn't even matter if it's the same brand of tea. Ugh, moth. I don't physically see that. This poor quality. Um, it's a big boy. Just, there's just something about tea that's not in your home that just doesn't taste right. Yeah, because you need to be like in your fluffy socks with a book or your dog nearby, and you mm-hmm. can't do all that in spirit. And I don't, I don't know how. Even in when I was uh, living in halls. I was drinking Yorkshire tea, rep, um, <laughs> repping that Yorkshire tea live. I was drinking the same brand of tea I drink at home, but it tasted like absolute dog shit. How? When I make tea at home, it tastes great. <laughs> it's the homesickness. That... But also I feel, again, it is, it's like, you know, when you have a perfume that reminds you of a, of a place or a holiday, you have yeah. tea that reminds you of your location, but also hot chocolate to me is like that's a proper luxury. That's a four oats finest kind of thing. Um, hot chocolate was like that until I, you will know, I worked in a golf, golf club clubhouse and I did a lot of the day shifts and I just drank the hot chocolate, just so much of it, like litres of it a day. Good hot chocolate. Did you ever, when you were there, did they still have the um, fancy syrup? yes and i would put it in every time sorted caramel syrup in my hot chocolate i shouldn't be talking about this because um not that any of them would be listening i think everyone i worked with when i was working there's left at this point (laughs) so the 
we've got one of them syrups literally in my kitchen right now but i've got nothing to put it in and it doesn't go with like diet lemonade so mm. but oh my god i just could not at first i was angry at first i was angry only because i was ignorant again when you're faced with the unknown you just uh-huh. that's human nature is to flip out so i didn't outwardly flip out but inside i was sweating and i'm very sweaty and i'd ordered a hot chocolate what came to my table was not on on standard description a hot chocolate it was a cup of milk and then a yeah. chunk of chocolate on a stick and i was like what sir no i didn't Where say did... this next bit is all lie but i wish it was true i was like excuse me sir what crap is this chunk of mud on a stick that's not construction work that i asked for it's but i tell you what upon after dipping it in that in that cup Letting the ch- I did eat most of it off the stick because I'm impatient, <laughs> but there's just something about like this DIY hot chocolate. It was just so magical. Where so was this from? Little dessert shop. Spoons. 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 spoons that's what I mean. What kind of bougie ass spoons was this? Obviously, it was the maple. Obviously, it's for. But I think the universal thing now, like you literally get a chunk of like, a cube of chocolate on a stick and some hot milk. And you can't put allowed... it in and let it make oh. stick and then drink warm milk. When I when we're allowed back out, come on, Boris. When we're allowed back out, we go into spoons and we can pretend to do work and drink that faff. I can't believe we just said faff like 2015. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. The only thing worse than faff is piff or like ping ping. That's sexy hot chocolate. Sm- Do you remember Smexy? Where did that come it? from? What was that? Smexy. I don't spec. Smex. It's just grooming. <laughs> Do you remember like mint? I feel like sometimes that does come up. Oh, that was absolutely mint. Mint. That was mint. That one. Mint. Banging. No, that was still Banging. like recent. Lit. No one uses lit anymore. I, the, the sticker or the gift thing on like Instagram stories coming up every now and then is like lit. Yeah. If it's a pun, but otherwise I don't hear lit. What else was there? There were some um, ones. I appreciate them at the time. Me neither. I was never, never like you're a you're well. I'm a I'm a lol gal. You're a yeah. mayo. Although that's not what you. It's lamau. It's lamau. Right. No. People who spell la, 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 spell, spell people who say lamau lameo you wouldn't what what kind of old age pension bullshit is that right what oh crap there's no words that you spell. no okay prime example you just been what what sweets were you eating bonbons oh, balls the chewy ones in a wrapper oh fritella oh crap okay that's the wrong brand right Starbucks what do you want Malau. Oh, um, Mao Mao, yeah, yeah, Mao Mao, Mao Mao, Mao Mao, it's it's not Mao Mao, how do you Mao? It's not a Mao, why are you pronouncing the I in the Mayo? Why are you Lamao? Why there's no, it's not spelled L A L M A Y O, it's spelled L M A O, Lamao. It's a mau, mau, mau. Actually, mau wham is spelled mau wham. On the yeah, advert, it's, it's like mau wham. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but it's like it's like IKEA. I'm not calling it IKEA. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to call it that. Fucking Viking. <laughs> Um, How have we? we get... <laughs> I think we were both going to say the same thing. How have we managed a tangent so far that literally I don't even know how long we've been recording, but we started with um, Boys We Fancied in TV shows, which I feel like we were trying to do chronologically because we started pre vampire, so like not to seven. And then we've tangented so far, we're now talking about IKEA and how you pronounce Lamau. <laughs> you know i can't believe there is actually even a pre-vampire stage when you think of how much our lives is just vampire how did we fit in a pre-vampire i'm sure there were vampires before i was seven and watched twilight for the first time but because i feel when like I, mean, I, do, I don't remember the first time i watched interview the vampire i just remember I just feel that there's move, some movies that I just associate. Like, I'm just like, I know I enjoyed that when I watched it as a, as a wee child. <laughs> so I'm sure it's before Twilight. The first one, and the same with um, the Gary Oldman version of Dracula. I definitely yeah. watched that when I was a kid. That's a good point. I mean, I mean, like, Nelson. I saw in Disneyland when I was like nine, and that was smashing. Um, the, the Hugh Jackman, Van Helsing. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot that. I remember watching that and being young as and thinking that was the coolest thing with the vamp. And there was a lot of all of the those three movies are just the angstiest vampire movies. (laughs) Oh, I I love them. They were some quality ones. And to be fair, did you ever watch um, Being Human? Of course, you did. Of course, you did. Yeah, I've got it on a DVD. DVD I mean, I love. Was it? Was it Mitch and Hal? Yeah. Fan of both of them. And I'm still, I'm still an advocate for Damien Maloney. He's in Brassica at the minute, which you watch. Um, I'm still an advocate for him to play the Doctor. I think he'd be an f- amazing Doctor. The first Irish Doctor. Yes. We've had the others, haven't we? Really, but he, he does. He kind of, to me, fits perfectly in between David Tennant and Matt Smith. Like he seems to be yeah. kind of like an amalgamation of the two. I wanted him after Ooh, Matt. Yeah. Alas, yeah, that would have he saved didn't us happen. Then. Can I? Can he's we so good. Him on Twitter? Yeah, he does. Oh, he didn't really start. <laughs> uh, he was another of my phases, Damien Maloney. Yeah, again, another angsty vampire. Was he the one that was like so trying to grip onto his like previous gentlemanly ways, and then he? Yeah, and then he'd drink like a thimble of blood and be like a nasty piece of work. Yeah, and I was attracted to both versions of him. <laughs> and I did like Mitch. Was it Mitch? Yeah, yeah. Um, Aiden Turner. Pre Poldark. So that's one a... werewolf... Oh, I him. The one werewolf I have had an affinity for was um, I forget his name though. That's not Michael Socher. The werewolf. What's his name? That's his real name in real real life. Oh, or are you talking about the first werewolf? Are you talking about the first yeah, werewolf or the second man. werewolf? Oh, I oh I can't actually I can't remember his name. I, I was talking about the second yeah. werewolf. But I love the second one as I love him and everything he's in though. He's so bloody northern. Oh, he's um he's a man of him and he's just, there was a 
Yeah, his sister was a misfit. Oh, oh, God, it's going to bug me. You know, you know, because he's, he's also one of um, Gavin's mates in Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, and he's in Doctor Who. He's in Doctor Who. He's yes. um, Alfonso. And he is in Sherlock. Is he? Mm-hmm. It's actually based on a wolf as well, which I find ironic. Yeah, the Hounds of Baskervilles episode. Oh, I miss Sherlock. Actually, I was just about to say, that was up there. The, the effort that must have gone in to those episodes. Oh, it's, it's, say what you want about Stephen Moffat, but he's a bloody good writer. And Mark Gattis. I mean, yeah, Stephen. I mean, we'll ignore a big chunk of their more recent Doctor Who's. Yeah. Just sh- no one... It, it bugs me that fortunately I was one of the lucky ones. I never actually discovered Sherlock until the most recent season. So I Ooh. got to binge watch. You didn't have to wait for three years for like two episodes. I mean how I get it, I understand why, because that takes some form formatting, but it's so clever. I watched it twice in like a week. It's so good. Did it come about? He's one he's one of my other unconventional loves. Yeah, I don't really, not anymore, but when he was Sherlock, for sure, I was in love with him. Yeah, again, because he's, again, probably slightly not functioning at a normal human capacity. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, did drama at Manchester. I'm doing the same course as Benny Fruit Flakes. <laughs> Everything comes full circle. And also, I just because just that's reminded me, just proper wormhole in now into a different... Uh, tangent. Do you remember fruit? They fruit fruit flakes from school. Yeah, I remember shop at Hill West getting fruit flakes, the yogurt coated oh, ones. They were. The, I used to like suck off the yogurt or like nibble around them and eat the the flakes just to make just to prolong the experience. They were fruit flakes are one of those foods that give me that remind that transport me so vividly back to a t- different time that it's like. When I smell those yogurt-covered fruit flakes, I get like my insides get nervous because when I was eating <laughs> fruit flakes like that, it was like year three, so I just moved to a new school, God, yeah. and it like gives me like this weird nostalgic nervousness. It happens all the time when I hear songs from shows I've been in. Like I was listening to, it happens all the time, especially with like Rock of, it happens with Guys and Dolls, but I have to be listening to Guys and Dolls for it to be happening. But like, because all the songs <laughs> from Rock of Ages were just regular 80s songs and I listen to a lot of 80s music, yeah. like bloody Paradise City uh, will come on and I get like nervous because it's like songs that, were, uh, that are playing pre my entry onto stage that I, I can recall listening to just in the wings before I to go on. I get nervous. I was in the car the other day, bloody Bon Jovi came on and I was like, oh my God, I feel sick. Oh, it's my cue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, this isn't along the same lines at all, but <laughs> and I meet with myself for six to seven years, pretty much every day after school, I would always have a Yuzu chocolate milkshake, like in the mm-hmm. tiny little bottles, to yeah. the point where it kind of became, because it became just like a staple part of my day, I probably shouldn't, but I'm going, going for it, it um, regulated my inner digestive movements, so I'd come in, I'd have my, I'd have my milkshake, and I'd be straight up 
to the toilet, flushed out my sister. It was just routine. And I mm. and then obviously I weaned myself off and I went to uni and then made worse health decisions in other manners. And then so now every time I have one, it's like a trigger. So I can never have one like on top of a mountain where there's no toilets around because it's that is more of a physical trigger there as opposed to your like yeah oh people used to take the piss out of me at school especially at sixth form because sometimes I treat (laughs) sometimes I treat my I love chalky milk it's one of my favorite things in the whole world sometimes if I was having a bit of a tough day or I had I had essays due whatnot at lunch I'd go and I treat myself to a a little garden of chocolate but i just show up into like freeze or like a garden of your zoo and everyone be like what the fuck who's still drinking chocolate i was like 18 years old with a 60p carton of chalky milk like oh wog one <laughs> and i still do i buy i honestly i'll get chalky milk with my meal deal at uni i don't give a fuck literally remember first getting to yours when you first moved to uni and just rooting through your cupboards and it was just your nesquik tub was the most prominent thing in there everything else was bare except for some tupperware of pasta sauce that your mom had given you and like you just had milkshakes upon milk and then they'd settle you'd forget about them they'd congeal but you'd still drink it later on (laughs) you were not doing the wise nesquik i'm just not no why is that not been a thing you know why is the nest quick challenge like you know everyone's on the cinema challenge where's, mm-hmm. where's the nest quick challenge remember oh go on no 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 because no, i was gonna it completely work hard to different that so carry on okay i was just gonna say talking of nostalgia do you remember the and I think I only ever had them, at, like, the mum never bought them. They were too whimsical for us. Do you remember the Nesquik straws that had the, the like, powder, but inside the straw? And when you'd suck on the, sh- the sh- you just put it in normal milk and suck on the straw. And it would come, at the top, it would be chocolate. <laughs> that was science at its best. <laughs> oh, oh my God, one thing still. Uh, that no, Leah, that should be an episode. I know we we should do an episode of nostalgia because oh my god, do you remember along those lines the Cocoa Pop straws? Yeah, I do. I never again. I never had them. Oh, no, well, the thing is, they were like obviously some kind of wafer with chocolate down the middle, and then you sucked up the milk of your cereal and then eat, ate the straw. But no, it's just a snack. I just snacked on them like as like breadsticks of cereal. But the concept was just. I miss that kind of like innovation. Whimsy. What happened to whimsy? Exactly, food with a bit of character. Everything comes in like a like airtight container now. I'm like, no, thank you. Why can't I get teddy bear meat anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Why is my corn ham not shaped like a dinosaur? That sentence just. Just put nothing else in the podcast that I sent. <laughs> Why can't I get... You said it was such conviction as well. You could feel you meant that. Like Boris. <laughs> Jamie Oliver, that's why. Jamie Oliver. I've never wanted a 
spiralised snack bar, then a tu- not courgette spaghetti, turkey twizzlers were the ultimate twisty snack. I can't. Do you remember? Everyone as well. I don't know. If, have you noticed that everyone, like since this is beginning, everyone's been making and baking and distributing, and a lot of people seem to be baking nostalgic cakes, like the what was what cake, like the sponge with the pink icing and the sprinkles on the top. Do you remember them? Mm-hmm. And chocolate hedgehogs. Yes. Oh, I wonder if I've got any cornflakes. Oh, if you make some and don't send me some, I'm going to kick off. I prefer, see, I was more of a Rice Krispie girl, like the chocolate Rice Krispie, and then you're like, yeah, that's where it's at. And okay, this is a science that like no one can refute. This is like religious science, and that doesn't make sense, but chocolate is pretty top tier as a yeah but melted chocolate oh it just elevates it i don't even understand how it just just hits different yeah and have you ever though cheap chocolate i'm a big fan of when you melt cheap chocolate and then let it re-solidify so it's in the exact same state of matter that it was to begin with and it's just been through some kind of heating process in between it tastes so much better after you've melted it and let it re i don't physically get it but i will not question it I just love food, Leah. We are going to become off menu by accident. I can feel it. We are going <laughs> At this point, I forgot what we were moving on about. Like, <laughs> there was no kind of that. Should we Ooh. go get back on topic? Yes. Yeah, just because this. <laughs> we can only tangent for so long. We've got to ground ourselves. So, we've made we're it. school dinners again. <laughs> it always ends up talking about food. Um, we made it to vampires. <laughs> <laughs> we've only just got that we've only just got to vampires how that's that's not seven <laughs> i've got it though i'm sorry but oh wait for me did you, did you, ugh, I'm, pro- I'm proper hugging this but this is because this is my theme this is my theme you did you watch vampire diaries um i um, i've watched so the girls watch it religiously so i've seen some and i read the first three Oh, see, I only got into the first book and then it didn't, like, stick to the storyline and I was too impatient to wait for the to read before I watched it. But we need Isabel and Grace on this because there is not one boy in that show, and I mean not one, even the human boys. That's just not astoundingly beautiful. I loved uh, every single of them. Grace uh, could talk about Ian... Um, Osamada, is that how you pronounce his surname? Ian Samada, he's married to Rosalie from. I know. Bloody Damien, um, Damon, even, for Grace, my sister, is my shame. Yeah. For, for reference to, hold on, for, for, for context for the, for the listener, when I talk about Shane as if he's a real boy, he's actually just a, it's just a character in a book I read when I was 11. <laughs> but. As we're going through vampires, he'll come up later in this episode, I'm sure. But bloody vampire lorries. Ian is a oh, Ian is a hot, hot damn. But the thing is, he was. I wasn't even. I was Stefan to begin with, for a long time. Oof. And I still am. Like I, again, in in their own way, all of them. I loved Matt, the the wolf. No, the human. Mm-hmm. Tyler, the wolf. I love the originals. Do you remember them? Like Elijah, Klaus, Cole. Oh, oh. I even watched the originals only because they were in it. Like if they'd cast like slugs to play them, I would not give a crap about their backstory if they were slugs. But because it was them three, I carried on. I persisted. But 
Oh, Lee, I'm sorry. This, this, I should have just said, take the night off because I've, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the ground running. You've just remembered. Did I ever bully you into reading the books Vampire Academy? I've read the first one and I've watched it. The the appalling movie. You, uh, you think you don't understand? Because those books were I was freshly out of my twilight phase. I needed something to obsess over. Like I, I didn't know how to live without an obsession. And so they they saved me from a dark place by throwing me into a deep one. So that film upset me. So bad, right? Did you read Beautiful Creatures? Yes, I won't again. I only read the first one, and then I watched the film, and I'm still angry about it. Yeah, that's it's because of you that I won't watch it because I can't. It's so bad. It actually pains me. Oh. How did they ruin? They were good books, though. Like, I do you remember a yeah. real creature who wore a necklace full of like memorabilia crap that she hoarded? Yeah, and I, there was the librarian and the auntie. The the fre- basically there was two black women in the book as well, and they just combined both of the characters into one for the movie. They just scrapped an entire character, and I was like. Because they were the cool, they were so, both of those characters were so cool. Oh, unbelievable. But the thing is, it's bad because people see that film and they're like, I ain't reading that book. And the books were good? Or the book, I only read the first one. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't be asked to read the second one, but I really did enjoy the first one. Yeah, me too. Um, How did you pronounce her name? Because to this day, Lena. I was calling her Lena. We've got a guest. Shout out to was it a cutscene? <laughs> Did you hear that fart? Was it you? No, Dad just walked into my room, turned around, farted, and left. Crop dusted your Uncle P, big fan. <laughs> of that. He didn't even. Oh fucking hell, Dad! <laughs> Love him so much. <laughs> um, that'll be guest, like a guest appearance on episode six. Hopefully, I'm gonna tell him if he shows up. This will be another thing. It's a very temperamental guess. You watch that to the day the world will reopen, and we, we, our parents won't be anywhere to be found. They'll be up at spoons. But um, do you ever read the book Fallen? No, but do you know what I have? I have the pre. I have the first two chapters. There's a like um, you know the um, the book the charity shop in me Green, the bookstore. Mm. I I got for like fifty p. It's like the first three chapters of that of Fallen, and not the rest of the book. It's just the first three chapters as like a preview, and I remember reading it. And but I just had never bought the full book. Fifty p. <laughs> you essentially bought like the free sample that you can look at on Amazon. I love that. So yeah, but it's for chat. I love that. It's a good one. It's about angels though, not vampires. But but that mm. was made into a film, and that's one of the. It's still crap, but it's one of the yeah. better. Like I'd, I, I kind of wanted them to do. But going back to that Vampire Academy, holy crap. That's when I realised that maybe Edward doesn't have to be the only person I consider marrying in the future. Mm-hmm. Again, I've regressed back into that now. Though. But mm-hmm. do you remember the character Adrian? Was he? Right. I remember there being two guys in it. There was the one that like taught the main character. He was like her mentor. And then... There was the guy in the church. They're ah, like, so that was my best friend's boyfriend. Okay, they're like aloof, weird goth who like yeah. go and cry in a church. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. 
Dimitri was the teacher guy, like the Russian. Okay, yeah. Because he, the guy who played Dimitri, Dominic Sherwood, the one with the two different coloured eyes, he then played Jace in the Mortal Instruments TV show. No, you're, th- yeah, you, I know you're on about, you're on about the other character in the, f- but yeah, I know you're on about, yes, I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> but do you know who the girl was? Who? The main girl. Did you ever watch Sweet Life of Zack and Co- Sweet Life on Deck? I saw some of it, but you know, I was a free view girl, so. <sighs> she was a Disney, she, <laughs> she was a Disney girl, like that's where she was born from. And obviously she was trying to, yeah. trying to pray. And look how yeah. that I look at all these movies that were trying to jump on the Twilight Hunger Games. I know. They could at least give it like a year or two in between. I'm a breather. It's it's annoying because the Mortal Instruments movie with Jamie Campbell Bauer is really good. It's got Robert Sheehan in it. Um, Nathan from Misfits. Love him. He plays a vamp like a nerdy vampire. Like he has glasses. He's like he's like a Sorry, that's a bit of a desolation. I actually think that happens in the first movie or in the first book. Um, sorry if you've not read the Mortal Instruments. But yeah, Simon does become a vampire. We go for a spoiler alert there. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore dies. Um, yeah. Oh, was that a callback to episode three? Oh, oh. <laughs> How in. How in 50% of our pockets have you mentioned that now? That's such a James A. Caster thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I remember the Mortal Instruments books got me over Mor- Morganville ending, which were like, so Mortal Instruments is like wildly better written than Twilight, like to an, an enormous degree. It's gorgeous. And then they made that movie and no one watched it. And it was so annoying because it was so good. And then they made that shit TV show. Oh, God. So, yeah, that's the one so I think. upset. Who's in charge of this crap? Oh, it was a good movie. And it really set up the sequels. Anyone watching that uh, who's only watched that movie and not watched the series, which I haven't, or like read the books, does think that she was attracted to her brother. Because that's how the first the first book ends is that the the love interest and the main character re- like find out that they're brother and sister and they've been copping off the whole movie. <laughs> but like in the in the following books, it, it turns out they're not. And he was like he was like adopted by like oh, I can't really remember, but they're not related. But you have to get into like the second book to find out <laughs> that they're not. So, so many people are still believing that they were not having yeah. given the at the time of the day Why Jamie Campbell Bauer man oh like, he was in Twilight as well Jamie Campbell, Jamie. he was he played um, Caius eh, the Voltori the young one in the Voltori and like, you know Sweeney I'm Todd sure. yeah the blonde one he's um Anthony and Sweeney Todd Joanna I feel oh, you can tell we again we have kind of typecast the people we fancy because they tend to be in the same kind of films don't they as well like yeah. That. Oh God, he's got a good jawline as well. Oh, he's gorgeous, and he is a bloody good singer because he's got he did has got a band now. They're very good. Why has everyone got a band as well that we <laughs> pin drop? Oh, what kind of music do they play? Uh, it's like indie rock, but it's quite emo. Oh, that's like that's perfect for you as well. I know. I feel like I should because I said I was going to bring up Morganville. Yeah, come on. Morganville um, is the reason I am 
who I am, which sounds dramatic. But when you read a book from the age of 11 to 13, it really like, it's quite influence. <laughs> um, it's basically, it's just the best and you should read them. And I'm not going to spoil anything of Morganville because everyone should experience the joy that is that book. But there's um, the, the love interest for the main character in that is called Shane. And he's a human. What? He's a, the, the, the half of the characters are vampires and I fancy the human. Oh and he's, Only... he's not even pale. He's tan and he has stupid brown hair. And Ugh. he's oh, Sounds he's gross, a hey? sarcastic boy. And what I've realised, now I'm 20, disgusting, I know. Um, <laughs> now I'm an adult woman. The, the people that I, maybe not date, because I don't really do that, but the people that I like, romance. <laughs> the people who caught me. <laughs> really <Nice. laughs> the people that I caught um, all have aspects of Shane in their personalities, and the ones that don't are the ones that always fall flat on their ass. <laughs> like, in retrospect, like, he really has influenced what I look for in men. Sarcastic, daddy issues, bit of a project, angry, but tender. <laughs> Would fight for you. Protective, but in an endearing way, not a like, Jesus Christ, please, can you stop? <laughs> I, I, I'm a grown woman. I can fight my own problems. <laughs> like, everything that I look... Tall, broad, abs. <laughs> You have also inadvertently described Henry Cavill. Like, oh, have I? Oh, oh, big nerd plays video games. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't realise how because I remember you in that phase, and like I remember, like you were that yeah. was your Twilight phase. Like, it was my Twilight phase. Yeah, you don't realise how much it does influence, like. Mm-hmm. and I wanted to be the main character so hard I tried to force myself to like because the main character is like super smart and she's a scientist I tried to force myself to like chemistry and I hate chemistry um <laughs> it turns out that I'm her I've basically become a best friend who's like this theatrical girl <laughs> who fancies vampires and drives a hearse oh god the books though it's literally like you wrote all of them. There's mad scientists and sad vampires and also vampires that aren't sad and you're like, you're a mean vampire. Which I appreciate an evil vampire. They don't all have to brood and be like romantic. Yeah, I like I like that misunderstood one. So one that comes from a place, no, one that's evil, but it comes from a place of just, you know, trauma. And yeah. Or upbringing. Yeah, See, this is why I like, you know, in Twilight... <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> in Breaking Dawn, when all the other vampires show up, I'm a huge fan of Stefan and Vlad, who are the Romanian vampires, who are the like Dracula vampires. They're like yeah, the, the original kind. Yeah, of, yeah, they're like literally they come in and they could basically they could they have like three lines in it and they could basically be like, "I want to suck your blood." Like that is their whole vibe. Yeah, <laughs> and, sort of, and they just want to fight. <laughs> love them so much they just don't give a crap about bella or the kid they're like right we're, we're only here because we want to see these poo heads get taken down yeah and they get so angry at the end when there isn't a fight <laughs> oh i do love them 
I've got to forget that you have all those. I mean, one of my favourites is Jasper. Yeah. Madrid. And I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, oh, what's he called? Rami Malik's one. Benjamin. I was just about to say. He's like a, he's like an airbender. It's like watching Avatar. Yeah, there's nothing that man cannot do. He like breaks the floor. He can bend water, fire. And he's like one of the most interesting people in it. And like has one line, literally like one line. Where's his side story? Like him again, Brie Tanner. Like where's where's the justice for them? I I bloody love vampires. Yeah, do you re- do you realise? Obviously, the the topic was boys, but in hindsight, we should realise that does does just mean vampires because that's all that matters. Vampires are all that matters, and it's annoying to me that the vampire phase that Hollywood was going through ended probably about a decade ago. Because I need more vampire content. The thing is, I do think the the premise of vampire stuff gets such a hard time. It can be done so well, like Interview with a Vampire, if yeah. it's done well. Like, I understand why people get annoyed with romanticising vampires, but they're literally, they are a metaphor for lust. Their whole thing is lust. The only time I've been annoyed by the over-sexualisation or romanticism of vampires is after I read Dracula, yeah. and I was like, how does anyone read this and think there's a romantic relationship between Dracula and Mina. Like, what? I was like, it cannot have been a woman who decided that that was romantic because it's like I, I wrote I wrote an essay about it for my own. I wrote an essay about Dracula and desire. And lit critics all talk about the scene where Mina's drinking his blood. It's like an implied rape. That's the whole, that's the way everyone goes from it. And then I watched the I watched the like Gary Oldman one, which I love. Like I'm not gonna pretend like I don't love it, but I'm just like, ah, 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 ah. how <laughs> you can it can be it? Why would you name it Bram Stoker's Dracula and have it be that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like say, you can call it Dracula and it, bloody Dracula Untold, where it's. It's completely nothing from the book with um Luke Evans, right? With that, it's ex- I ex- it's fine that he has that weird love story with Mina because it makes sense for that version of Dracula. Don't call something Bram Stoker's Dracula if it's not the book. Yeah, you're pinning the blame on Bram then as well, like as if this is what he intended it to be. Because when I when I watch Gary Oldman as Dracula, I get genuinely sad when Dracula dies at the end. I'm not, again, with the spoilers, but come on, Dracula. If you don't know Dracula dies at the end of Dracula, like, <laughs> get off the fucking point. Stop listening, go away. I love that. No, but I get it. Like, that's the thing. That, I love how we're the same when it comes to, we'll get so enraged, though, if something's not exactly how we want it to be or how we've envisioned it, because it's not fair characters. Like That, um, talking of, of Morganville and things being better than the book, or not better than the book, but they did a web Morganville web series ages ago. Like, yeah, years and years. It's really not very good. But <sighs> all I wanted was for Shane to be good. That's all I've ever wanted, ever. And the guy who plays him, Jordan Farris, he's um he's a manager at a bar in uh, in uh, somewhere in America now. He is so spot on Shane. Really? Visually, the way he acts is oh. so like it's how I imagine Shane like down to a T. It's oh, unreal, cool. Jordan Farris. And you know what? He doesn't follow me on Instagram, but um <laughs> 
if you go back far enough, there's a drawing I did when I was 13 of him as Shane on his Instagram. Like sometimes he comments on my selfies even to this day. He's just, oh, he's gorgeous. But he's Shane in real life. He's great. Not even like, I've not even um, read it, but obviously I've heard for the past... 10 years of you and that yeah. is i can get it from your description he was perfect as shy i love when that happens do you, do you not hate it when you get a book and the cover is a human person on the front and i'm like no stop trying to force this imagery on me that's not what i want them to look like even though i've not read the book yeah every single Marvel book has a woman on it and i think one of them is meant to be eve which is like in one of the characters but they're all just like stereotypical gothy teens on the books so like she could be any of them i mean like even to the point where because i can't read a book once i've watched the film because yeah. one of my favorite parts is picturing them for myself even if it's just a not a famous person on the front just a person i'm like no 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 yeah i would rather get the kindle version just to spite them which is bad <laughs> that's bad but I will I, i'm normally quite good at differentiating between the book and the sh last year i spent three months reading harry potter even though i was 19 years old i just thought it was about time so i, I read all the harry potters and i was i was able to make characters. I, I don't know the movies that well anyway but like sirius and lupin for sure were like in my head completely different from the movies but like um like witcher i've been reading <laughs> It always comes down to fucking Henry Cavill and I'm, I'm reading Witcher at the minute. Well, I wonder why. And like Geralt isn't described as like that attractive in the books to say it in the, the nicest possible way. Like he has cat eyes in the book. Henry has yellow gold eyes in the show, but like they're not that feline, which I think they should because Loki, am I a monster fucker? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, kids scream when he walks through towns, but I'm thinking of Henry Cavill. <laughs> I'm re it's really hard for me not to, generally, it's really hard for me not to think about Henry Cavill. <laughs> especially when I'm reading Witcher. I read it in his voice. So that's good, though. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah, that is, is quite a positive too. But he's sort of like, Book Geralt in my brain is like a mix between Henry and Game. Geralt. You have like major, like, well, yeah, and we, you are a big fan of the game one from what I've seen. So it's like it's like the perfect guy. It's the amalgamation of all the Henrys, mm -hmm. all the Geralt. Give Geralt a beard in series two. That's all I want. Please let Henry grow facial hair and dye it white. You cowards. <laughs> We're going to start a petition after this. We're going to get the audience joined. I love it. That's the thing. That is putting celebrities to good use when they... Because, I mean, do you, do you think he would have read it or, or even interacted with the, the franchise if it wasn't for Henry? No, which is... It's weird. And, like, not just because he's fit. Because he's hot. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend he's not... Jesus Christ. <laughs> good looking. But... He just is so into it, and you can yeah. tell he's so into it that I was just, I, have, I need more. The passion. I love mm -hmm. it. You know what? Hot take. The best version of Henry Cavill. I mean, always, but. <sighs> and this is again after me talking about my love of Charlie Swan. <laughs> it's really a telltale of <laughs> the kind of people I'm attracted to. <laughs> gonna say. I know what you're going to say. Let me go. <laughs> The best Henry Cavill. Mission Impossible Henry because of that fucking moustache. It's so hot. 
massively friendship that we are different ends of the spectrum on that and look look i don't like mustaches on everyone you have to be a very specific you can look like a pedophile really fast but hey i think if, i don't know whether it's a the 70s thing i like the whole 70s look that damn mustache <laughs> fine as, as soon as you mentioned charlie swan i knew where that was going <laughs> <laughs> that's dedication though to me <laughs> To the brand, like, look at that kind of muscle. Nurse. Like, ooh, nurse. Nurse. Yeah, because she needs help. And nurses help people. What? I'm Twitter famous. I'm not. But I'm still getting likes on my tweet to uh, Lou Sanders. Oh. I'm at 46 now. Jesus and Christ. I, when I tell you most of them are like middle aged men, that <laughs> would be a lie, actually, looking through now. About half of them. But me and Lou, I can't believe how much she just annihilated me with that dad comment she just you mommed me but with my own dad <laughs> so you're funny. famous i just wanted to get to the point where she's like right i'm giving in let's just be pals so i'm gonna keep trying i'm gonna keep trying right as much as i love my day job or my evening podcast job yeah it's getting light in it bloody hell we've just been trying absolute shit for two because <laughs> so far as much as we say there's no structure we've had a structure because it's been one thing we two things But again, we are notorious embellishers. Right. We don't have an outro, but we do have social media. Ooh. So follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Acast, Spotify, and YouTube at The Boo Podcast, which is how it's spelled wherever you're listening to this. All one word, all lowercase. At The Boo Podcast. Yeah, there's not many ways you can misspell that, even though you've discovered all of them. So big fan. Follow us. Thank you. Follow, like, subscribe, download, shove it up your ass. I don't care. Just consume it in whichever way you prefer. The thing is, you don't even need a subscription to like, you don't need Spotify membership to follow us. No. You don't need many followers yourself to follow us. You probably won't follow you back, but follow us anyway to find out. Yeah. Right. Goodbye. next week also actually before we end the recording um i'm going to try not this week because again it's exam season but after this week everything i will be no longer at uni for, you know until september um so i'll have a lot of free time so what i'm going to try and do is make sure that the podcast is edited and released on wednesdays because wednesday is hump day and I thought there's no better day than to receive a boob and on hump day. Oh, so, and if it doesn't come out on maybe not this Wednesday again, exams, but after this week, if it doesn't come out on Wednesdays, you can then harass me online or in person, wherever you see me. Probably not in person because COVID, but wherever <laughs> you appreciate me, you appreciate. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you know me from, you can harass me for the next episode. There you go. Yeah, I like like the whole topic. I was proper thought in that. I genuinely thought you were just doing it because we film on a stop Saturday. Oh, I love that. A bit of a double entendre. Um, Thank you very much. And on that note, um, I bid you adieu. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Adieu. That's the end of that. (laughs) 